Good evening, it's Friday. My name's Richard. This is over and over and over again. It's the Arsenal Women's Weekly. I do apologise. We are slightly late, but some of us have actually got a life away from doing shows on here, and sometimes things get delayed. But anyway, we are here, and we're looking forward to this show. We're going to be looking back on the midweek game, of course, in the Champions League against Bayern Munich. Not quite the result we wanted, but a positive performance to look back on. Um, also, as well, we're going to assess our chances of making it through the second leg, of course, coming up this week at the Emirates on Wednesday. So we'll look into that. And, of course, between those two games, well, between that and this week, there is, of course, a small matter tomorrow of a North London derby at the at, um, at uh, Brisbane, Brisbane Road, uh, Tottenham women against Arsenal. So we're going to have a little look ahead to that game as well. Uh, plus, as well, we may well have another big question from Amar later on as well. All that's coming up the other side of this. So, welcome to Andreas Amar's, of course, running late as always, but we don't mind. How are you doing, Andreas, this week? It's been a, it's been a, a big week, hasn't it? Exciting week. Are you, are you, you well? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. And um, good evening, everybody. Yeah, it was a very busy week, an interesting week. And um, uh, not only our match, but all the four uh, quarterfinals, Champions League, only one goal difference in every match. So uh, all eight teams are still in the race and uh, everything is still mm. possible. Uh, of course, we were the only uh, group winners who lost in quarterfinals. That's, that's not good. But um, it gives us a lot to analyse in this show, I think. So I'm looking forward to it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's only half-time, let's remember that as well. But yeah, it's good that all the games are still in the balance. Any, As you said, any of the eight teams could go through. So it's still it's going to be an exciting week coming up um, all over Europe, isn't it, with these second-leg games to come. So we're all looking forward to that. And I suppose the only place we can really start is going back to earlier this week and what was um, another interesting game. <laughs> Now, in many ways, this game summed up pretty much. It's almost like it's um, it's a copy and paste of so many games that we've played this season. It seems, doesn't it? We play well. We create numerous opportunities. Uh, we can't. We don't score, and then we end up losing by a goal that we maybe should or could defend better. And this has happened so many, so many times. It was very recently in the FA Cup against Chelsea. This game almost was a complete rerun of that game, wasn't it? Only in the FA Cup game against Chelsea, we we lost 2-0. And this time we've only lost 1-0. But a very, very similar game, very similar Arsenal performance, a good Arsenal performance. I mean, like a really strong Arsenal performance away at a very good side. But Again, it's the same old story, isn't it? I mean, you know, we, we it's all very well playing as well as we are, creating all the chances that we are. But at some point, we're going to have to start taking these chances in these games, aren't we? Because we're not always going to be able to, you know, it could cost us against Chelsea in the FA Cup and it may well cost us in the Champions League as well, depending on what happens this week. I mean, obviously, you was at the game, Andreas, with Matt. Good to see you there. Great vlog that you did for us. Fantastic stuff, that is. I mean... Obviously, it was a great Arsenal performance, but what did you make of it overall? Because, you know, Bayern are a good side, and Arsenal, I thought, in that second half, made them look quite average, actually, didn't they, for long spells? Yeah. Um, first of all, I have to say it was a great atmosphere. But 20,000 attendants at the Allianz Arena. Mm -hmm. at, uh, uh, Matt was the first time uh, in the uh, Allianz Arena, and he was really delighted. He said it's fantastic atmosphere, fantastic uh, stadium. Uh, so it was, yeah the right atmosphere for a big match. And um, in the first 
I think five minutes, I thought uh, this could be a disaster for Arsenal because Bayern started mm. the way they they started against Barcelona. It was their Barcelona tactics. Uh, yeah, a very wild five minutes in which uh, everything could have happened and uh, uh, we had nearly no control about the ball, about situations. And uh, yeah, as I said, the first five minutes, you could think uh, this will be will end in a disaster. But then uh, suddenly it, it changed and we, we gained control of the match. And uh, I think from, from the fifth until the 20, 25th minute, uh, the match was totally under control from our team. And mm. uh, yeah, uh, as expected, the midfields uh, of both teams were decisive and uh, we had the better part uh, for, yeah, for, this, for this period. And um, yeah, then uh, after the, the wild beginning, uh, Bayern uh, calmed down and uh, you could see that both teams uh, uh, like to, to have the same style of playing. The build-up from the defense, uh, the strong midfield, uh, but then it was Arsenal who created uh, the better chances. I think uh, on this double chance from Stina and Frida, where Bayern goalkeeper Malagros uh, reacted very good, but also with a bit of luck in this situation. We could have uh, got the lead in this situation. But then for the last 10 minutes of the first half, Bayern was in control again, and the game switched, switched again. And this was... A, part of the match when I thought, oh, it's, it's dangerous now. And then we uh, we conceded a goal like we conceded so many goals against Man United, against Chelsea, uh, twice against Chelsea, and, and now this time again, a high cross at the six yards box, and then, um, yeah, totally mismatch in uh, that little Laura Wienreuter against uh, Leah Schuller, who is... Uh, first, she's a tall uh, player, and second, she's very good with the head. Everybody knows this, and uh, you can't place uh, Laura Wienreuter against her. I saw uh, pictures after the match. Uh, they, they both jumped uh, equally high, but of course, Lea Schuller is uh, 20 centimeters uh, taller, and she got the header. Of course, uh, there must be Raphael, uh, Raphael or uh, Leah Williamson against her. But not not Laura. Uh, she can jump as high as, as possible, but she can't win this uh, this uh, header. Uh, and the reaction from from Manu Zinsberger was as uh, as I criticize very often. She was uh, standing at the line, uh, watching what happened, and even uh, even if if she stands on the line, she must try. Uh, to, to fist the ball away or something. It was like she was surprised that the ball from from uh, the six yards box was coming uh, into the net. Uh, very poor defended. Uh, and uh, there was another big chance for the Ashola just uh, before seconds before halftime. So Bayern could have got the lead with 2-0, but it was 1-0. And in the second half, the match totally changed. Arsenal was in control for, for the whole second half. I think this was really impressing how the girls reacted, how they played in the second half, how they dominated a team like Bayern uh, in their stadium. So everything was, was perfect in the second half, except that we didn't score. And uh, what we said so many times uh, in this show, uh, it's like a toothless tiger in the, in, in the attacking line. We don't score. I don't understand it. But, uh, there were a lot of chances. Of course, Bayern was was lucky with with two situations when they uh, when they cleared the ball from the line. There was one situation. Saki Kumagai uh, 
Yeah, it was. I don't think that the ball was over the line, uh, but it was no. nearly, nearly over. Then the second uh, situation, Leah Schuller, uh, the striker, was standing on the line, and she was lucky that that the ball came directly to her. Uh, how many bad luck can you have? Uh, Arsenal is proving this week in, week out. Uh, so many chances, uh, so many ball possession. Really, really good uh, build up from the midfield chances, but we, we didn't score a goal. Then uh, Caitlin Ford hit the post. Uh, I think Caitlin was was outstanding in this match again. For me, she yeah. was yeah. the best player on the pitch together with uh, Gladys Vigostotir, the central defender from Bayern. Uh, but uh, in the last three minutes, uh, the match could have gone away totally when Clara Bull had this this big chance, and uh, then I must say Manu reacted fantastic in this situation. Mm. This, these are the situations where Manu Sinsberger is is really great. It's one on one or reactions on the line. Uh, yeah, but um, as far as she, she, at the goal, she she has her her weak points and. Uh, we lost 1-0. We are the only group winners uh, who lost in the quarterfinals. But when you, when you see the second half, you must say everything is possible. But on the other side, Bayern can score at the Emirates. That's possible. And then uh, our problem is that we have to score three goals. And if we score three times, I doubt it. <laughs> so it's it's a difficult situation. On, on Wednesday, just after the match, I would have said... We won't, we won't go through to the semi-finals. But now, with a few days after it, hope is back. And I say, why not? Why not scoring twice? Or at least one goal going into extra time, scoring two. But if Bayern gets the lead at the Emirates, I think it's over. Yeah, potentially. We'll see. I mean, you're saying about, obviously, the cross and, and Laura maybe mismatched in height against, um, against Scherler. We've actually got a picture of that now. There we yeah. go. <laughs> that's actually that's actually a picture of the difference in height between Laura Wainwright and uh, Leah Shaw who scored the goal. But no, I mean you, you're right. Obviously, that was um, it was obviously a, a big problem, and the, the cross came in. It, it was a very good ball into the box. But as you say, we've conceded goals like this far too often. And and you're right, Manu Zinsberger is very very good in certain situations, and in other situations, crosses into the box around her six yard box. She doesn't like it. She can't deal with it. She doesn't come and get them. And she just flaps at things. And, you know, it wasn't just her. It was obviously the defence in general wasn't very well organised at that moment. And at the top level, when you're playing these good teams, that's what happens. It's happened to us, as you said, against Chelsea, Man United, that the better teams will punish her. We'll get away with it against Reading. We'll get away with it against, you know, Leicester. We'll get away with it against teams like that. Fine. But when it comes down to the big teams, especially the teams that are more physical and do put balls into the box and have got uh, players who can attack it and will win headers... We do struggle, and that it was it was even more frustrating that that was how they scored the goal because we know that's a problem, and we should have been better prepared to deal with it, and we should have we should be working on these things and improving it. It doesn't seem as though we have done, but other than that, and other than that ten minute spell before half time, and maybe that very very early part of the game, other than that, I thought we looked in control, we looked comfortable, we were good with the ball. And we did, as you rightly say, we created. We were unlucky not to score. I mean, I think, you know, if, if you look back at that game, some of the chances that we had, 
what really struck me as well, though, when we mentioned it last week on the show, you were saying how few goals Bayern Munich have conceded. And you can see why, because they're very well organised. They've, they've put, basically put a line-up in front of the six-yard box. And if the shot comes in, it's going to hit a defender. And nine times out of ten, our shots were just hitting the defenders, wasn't they? Because of how well organised that they were. Yes, we could have maybe done more to maybe get in behind them and stuff like that, and maybe put more crosses into the box, perhaps. But, you know, you could see how, how strong defensively Bayern Munich are. And I agree, it's, it was going to be very, very difficult for us to score two this week, let alone having to score three if Bayern were to get a goal. So, yes, we do have extra time if possible and we're at home for the extra time, which is an advantage, I suppose, in that sense. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I was... At the end of the game, I was actually really, really proud of how we'd played because I thought it was a brilliant performance. That second half in particular was incredible. It was almost up there with the, the Leon performance. Only at Leon we got the goals and this time we didn't get any of them. And it, it was just that sort of a game, wasn't it? But I thought the performance was brilliant. And uh, and yes, um, apart from the, this very, very soft, sloppy goal that we conceded, the rest of the performance was good. And yes, basing it on that, on that alone, especially the second half, there's no reason why... And we said it, didn't we? Recently, we played Chelsea in the FA Cup. We played well, but we lost. And I remember saying on the show, if we play that well against that same team again, we're not losing the game the second time. And that proved to be the case in the Cup final. We turned it around against Chelsea and we won. And I feel very, very similar about this now, playing Bayern Munich. Because if we play anywhere near as well as we did on Tuesday, I think we'll we'll have enough to beat them. And not only beat them, but beat them by enough to go through. I really do think we can. But it needs to be another... Continental Cup final type performance from Arsenal. We need to put our chances away. We need to be more clinical and we need to score at the right times. And we did against Chelsea that time and we need to do it again on Wednesday at the Emirates. But I'm certainly feeling confident. I thought that was a good that was a good performance, another good performance against a good team. And this is something that we're producing on a consistent basis. But the problem is we're still not scoring the goals we should be scoring with the chances we're creating. And that is that's the only real big negative for me, not only about this game, but potentially about the season, actually. Certainly the the second part of the season that we've had, that's been a real problem. And it's something that we do need to, we've got to sort out. We have to, because if we don't, we're not going to progress in Europe and we're probably not going to do much more in the, in the, in the league either, unfortunately. So it is a big, it is a big problem. Uh, we've got a few comments are coming already. Of course, we've got Terry in there. He says, I think the Guna girl's done it on purpose to make the second leg exciting. I still think it will be 3-1 to us. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it might have to be 3-1, maybe we'll think. Um, Russ in the chat as well. Doing, Russ, good to see you, my friend. I hope you are well. Um, uh, Terry says, um, uh, to be fair, it was a good header. Uh, but I think the Zin should have saved it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. It was a good header. It was a good cross, a good header. One, I thought we needed to defend the cross better. And secondly, yes, Zin's burger should have done a lot. She almost like just flapped at it, didn't she? And she's looked more worried about crashing into the post than saving the ball. Save the ball. And if you hit the post, you hit the post. Don't worry about it. You'll get some treatment. You'll be fine. But save the ball first or at least make a better attempt to save it. Um, but no, I agree that it was poor goalkeeping. Um, and Terry says, uh, I agree, Richard. The girls couldn't have done much more. Uh, but score exactly, yeah. We did everything in that second half. That second half was so good. And it's one of them games where you come away feeling proud of the performance, but so frustrated and disappointed that we've lost the game because we didn't deserve to lose. It was it was incredible. But I say it's happened two or three times this season now, and it's something that 
um, we've got to address and put right in the next few weeks because otherwise the season could be could be over quite quickly. You know, in the in the next two or three, we've got big big week coming up. We've got a second leg against Bayern. We've got Man City like next weekend. It's big big game. If we lose both of those two games, then the season's over and it's done, and we might not even get to the top three. So it's so is uh, that you can say we had all the bad luck that is possible. We had this situation <laughs> with a possible handball in in their yeah. book. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a situation where you must give a penalty, but there were similar situations in which uh, teams got a penalty for this. Of course, the Bayern uh, defender couldn't react. It was from short distance and the ball was going to a hand, but uh, it, it changed the direction of the ball, so you could give a penalty. And it was, yeah, call it bad luck that we didn't get a penalty. Then we hit the post. We had two situations, the ball cleared from the line. So uh, I don't think that it's it's possible to have more bad luck uh, in a second match. So if, if no. we can, uh, can uh, bring another performance like this, then why not having having the luck we deserve, we really deserved over the weeks and, and maybe, maybe score... From from a lucky situation or or yeah a, such a, a, a dirty goal or something why not and so uh, as I said after a few days have passed I still have the hope that we can change everything and uh, yeah it's it's a home match and and uh, the girls feel at home at the Emirates so it's possible yeah let's believe in in everything and. That's all we can do. We've got to believe, haven't we? And there's no reason not to believe after that performance because we, we created enough chances in that game, especially in the second half, to show that if if we create that number of chances again, we will score goals. We will do. We did against Chelsea and we will again. Um, and here we go. We've got Amar with us. How are you doing, Amar? Good to see you finally here. A bit early yeah, in this week, which is nice. You're right. Good to see you. <laughs> Sorry? Good, good. I mean, obviously, we, we've been talking about yeah, the, uh, no, the Bayern from Tuesday. I mean, yeah. we played so yeah. well, didn't we? It was heartbreaking that we didn't get something out of the game, really, because of the performance deserved it, didn't it? I mean, I was following the text commentary, especially second half, and uh, we, we and then I scored the last nine minutes, and I saw for uh, pretty much a good, pretty much a full highlights package later on the zone. And yeah, we started off pretty well. I mean, if you think about it, this, you know, like the same problem all season in front of goal, isn't it? That's why we we need a genuinely world-class striker. And if we can do that, we can consistently challenge for the title on a basis. And in Europe, isn't it? You can see Steena missed a great header as well. She, she should be doing better there. It's kind of just been the story of our season in front of goal in the big games. We've just been so profligate. And the second half, we played so well. Unlucky again. Yes, we could have maybe had a friend direct free kick for the back pass. I can't remember from which Bayern play it was by. Two clearances off the line, as Andreas was saying. And also, possibly a short tug on Rafa, which didn't go seen. But ultimately, I know we, as much as we like to say about the referee, we were indebted to Manu for a good save at the end today. I think it was Maximilian Raul right at the end, wasn't it? And also, also um, uh, when Schuller missed that chance just before half-time. So it could have been worse, but ultimately... We need to be able. We absolutely have to be more clinical if we're going to turn this around in the second leg. That's for sure. Yeah, no, of course we we will need to be more clinical. Uh, and we said it before about the the Chelsea game in the FA Cup. Very similar performance to this one. Absolutely. A week later, we played them in the Continental Cup final and <laughs> turned it around. Absolutely. And we can do it again. I'm sure we can. And you know, I've got no doubt that we're going to give it everything that we've got yeah. to, to try and get through to the semi-final and we, we're the, the good thing is I mean we, we did say it last week on the show didn't we that yes we wanted to win the game or get a draw but 
as long as we only lost it by one goal, uh, you know, one nil, two one, and we were still in with a chance, then that was that would be okay, wouldn't it? So I think we're all fairly yeah. okay with the result in the end. Yes, it should have been better. We know we deserve more from the game. Yes, and Andreas is right. Luck wasn't on our side. It hasn't been on our side no. so often this season. And yes, maybe it's a little bit of luck, and maybe it's a little bit of us not being clinical enough with those chances as well. We have to maybe look at that as well. Yes, there's opportunities that have happened and things in the game, the penalties potentially, and one or two other things that have gone on. I mean, the referee the other night, I thought was absolutely dreadful. I mean, I know we complain about the referees a lot. He in the good, I agree. He was yeah. not good. I don't mind the referee being bad necessarily if they're fair, but it just wasn't fair. We got nothing. Free kicks, fouls are being committed by Bayern Munich players right, left and centre. <laughs> referee never gave anything. And then we, we don't even commit hardly a foul. And the referee straight away giving free kicks and looking to get yellow cards out on our players. It just seemed, you yeah. know, it seemed one-sided refereeing. And that's the one thing I don't like. I don't. If referees are terrible, they're terrible. We have to accept that. But if they're terrible for yeah. both teams, then yeah. brilliant. We don't mind it so much. But when it's one way, and for most of that game, it seemed one way. And I don't think we would have got a penalty in that game even no. if it was the most blatant foul ever you've ever seen, I don't no. think the referee would have given it. Just I got that feeling it wasn't going to happen for us that night. But, you know, we mm. can look for excuses. We can blame the referee. Yes, she was terrible. But ultimately, we had enough opportunity to have got something. Oh, we didn't absolutely. take it. And that's down to us. Absolutely. That's down to our finishing. And absolutely. that's down to our play in the final third. So, But I agree with Andreas and what he said before. Caitlin Ford. I want to talk about her just for a few minutes because her performance on Tuesday was just incredible. And we got to the point where the whole team decided just give the ball to Caitlin, and that's all we need to do. And they did for about a 10, 15 minutes, 20 minute spell, they just kept giving the ball to Caitlin, and she was causing absolute havoc down that left hand side. Brilliant, brilliant performance. And this isn't just a one off. She's been doing this now consistently, week in, week out, in every single game at the minute. She's just playing so well. I mean, what yeah. a performance. I mean, Andrea, she is just. An incredible player at the moment. She's probably in the best form of her career at Arsenal, isn't she, Caitlin Ford, at this moment in time? Absolutely. It started last year when she came back from the Asia Cup and uh, since yeah. then she's constant, mm. constantly and uh, better and better. And uh, on, on Tuesday she was absolutely the best player on the pitch. And uh, every time she, she had the ball, uh, there was uh, she was threatening the Bayern defence. They, they didn't know yeah. how to defend her. And... Uh, yeah, she she's uh, she's going through. She's dribbling. She's uh, she's firing crosses. Uh, uh, she shoots from from uh, twenty yards. Uh, she's she's dangerous every time she's on the ball, and uh, she would really deserve a goal. Uh, fantastic uh, shot uh, that hit the post. Malagros had no chance against this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and she's uh, and Caitlin is is uh, yeah. Her fitness is uh, unbelievable. Uh, mm. If it's the 20th minute or the 60th or the, the 90th minute, she's already uh, running uh, and, and finding spaces and uh, just fantastic. Uh, I think it's it's her best season so far in, in an Arsenal shirt. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, she has a lot of self confidence brought from from the Matilda from the Matildas last time, where she scored mm -hmm. many goals, and uh, yeah. she's be settled uh, in life uh, in London and, and yeah, she seems to be happy with with, uh, with her whole situation. And yeah. uh, she's respected in the team as as our uh, best or most dangerous uh, attacker. So, yeah, fantastic mm. performance. And for me, she would have deserved play of Matt, but of course uh, it was Lea Schuller because she scored the, 
the decisive goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Leah Shaw was probably Bayern Munich's best player, actually, most dangerous player, certainly in the game. So, um, but yeah. no, I mean, Caitlin Ford at the moment, I think the only one thing maybe missing is more goals, really. Mm. She's not scoring enough goals. She's almost producing a level of performance consistency that we've been getting from Beth Mee for quite some time. You know, she's been that consistent, as it's with her performances, but obviously Beth has always provided more goals and more assists. That's more natural to her game, I think, as well, perhaps. But Caitlin's form, I mean, Amar, how good has she been? Just just incredible. From a week-in, week-out, it's like, wow, she seems to get better every game, if it's possible. Yeah, you could say she's been playing that way ever since she joined Arsenal. She's a sister, whether it's been linking up with Beth or whoever is in the front line, she's a, she's, she's really a, a, a taken her game to new heights. And then the worst evident was in that Conti Cup final win. She, when um, she ran the show pretty much was outstanding in that and she's on the left hand side or whatever it is I know Steph's a big miss for us but whatever, with, with yeah. Steph without Steph she always seems to thrive off how well uh, the team is playing whether it be international teammates whoever but uh, she's really developed into arguably one of the best winners in the, in not just in not just in the <clears throat> WSL but arguably in Europe as well and uh, she's still got more layers I think she can add to a game and and yeah, I mean, for, for to take that into a home World Cup, and it's good. It's good to have her. I mean, everyone, everyone goes on about how good Sam Kerr is, and we know all know how good Sam Kerr is. But I think Caitlin Ford would certainly run her close, and as uh, she has been doing this season. So yeah, long way it continue, and hopefully, yeah, she can <laughs> she can fire us into the semi-finals next week. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's scored a couple of goals at the Emirates in the past, so she knows where the net is there. So let's hope she, she's got a couple mm. saved up for uh, for Wednesday night. But, I mean, I think a lot of people have been kind of saying Frieda Marnham's maybe been our best player this season. And maybe she was in the first half of the season. But I think overall, I think you, you can't really look much beyond Caitlin yeah. Ford. I just think she's probably been our most consistent player throughout the season. And she's really, really stepped up her game um, in recent recent weeks, she's been yeah. incredible, and yeah, if only she can score a few more goals, I think that will just round it mm. off, and that will make mm-hmm. her the, the complete player because she's mm-hmm. doing everything else absolutely. And I think if we are going to turn this turn this round on Wednesday, we're going to need Caitlin to perform absolutely. like that again. Aren't we? We're going to need a good performance from her, and you just expect it now because that's what she's producing mm-hmm. every single game. And yeah, she has been incredible. And uh, that performance the other night was it was almost. If that shot had gone in when she curled it around the, around oh, the defender, and close. if that goes in, that would have been a, a 10 out of 10 performance. You couldn't have thought anything about what she did. She was brilliant. It just lacked that goal, didn't it, unfortunately? But, yeah, fantastic. Mm. Um, Herman's in the chat as well. He says, hi there. Greetings from Canada. Oh, then, my friend, I hope the weather's a bit better in Canada these days. <laughs> I know it's bad weather. I mean, we're not as great weather, but at least we're a little bit warmer these days um, over recent weeks. Um, Terry says, uh, even Kerr has less shots than the Guna girls in scores, and that's saying something. Yeah, that's I must admit. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she misses a lot of chances, Sam Kerr, she does, but she does end up putting them in, and, uh, and unfortunately, at the minute, we're not putting them in, are we? So, mm-hmm. you know, we could maybe do with Sam Kerr, as much as I don't want to admit it, we probably could, because she, she does get the goals eventually, doesn't she? Um, but yeah, I mean uh, that is that is the frustration, isn't it? That it doesn't seem to be changing. Uh, the performances are good. We're playing really well, but we don't seem to have found the answer to this problem with putting some of these chances or a lot higher percentage of the chances away. Um, Terry says, "Yeah, we need another ten percent from Frieda and scoring goals again." Yeah, yeah. Um, 
just been, I mean, you know, she's a great player, Fred. She had a great season, there's no doubt about that. But in recent games, I don't know whether it's maybe because she hasn't scored too many in recent weeks. I don't know. She seems to be rushing things in the final third, making the wrong decisions. She'll cross when she should maybe shoot or she'll shoot when she should have passed to someone in a better position. And I don't mm. know, I just feel as though at the minute she's just not quite... It was not quite flowing in that final third as it was earlier in the season. Everything she hit was going in, wasn't it? In October, November times, you couldn't miss, could you? No matter what she hit was going in. Even miss kicks were going in, weren't they, at one point for her? Whereas now, <laughs> she seems to be overthinking it a little bit. She gets in the final third and maybe doesn't look up sometimes, see a, a player in a better position, or she just thinks, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot and score. And, it's just not happening for her, is it? So we just need her to, uh, we just need her to get back to watch you. Maybe just relax a little bit more in that final third, and I'm sure it'll come back. But yeah, we 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 do need a little bit more from Frida. You know, I think so as well. But you know, she's had a great season. We're not going to criticise her too much. But it's just she no. needs to just give us that little bit extra in that final third, and that could make a difference. It will make a difference if she does. We've seen yeah. what a difference it can make. Look at the Leon game, for example. You know, when she just took that game by the scruff of the neck. And we know she can do it against good teams as well. And she needs to just just get that final the final ball right because she's she's everywhere. She she's everywhere on the pitch, isn't she? She's defending. She's getting forward. She makes great runs. Um, she just needs to just start tidy that final third up, and then um, you know that could prove to be a real big difference for us on um, on Wednesday. But. Before we go and play Bayern Munich again, which is very, very exciting, and we're all looking forward to that, I'm sure. There is the small little matter tomorrow afternoon <laughs> of just a tiny little game uh, being played on the other side of London. So we can have a look ahead to that. Now, of course, I do think in the women's game and in women's football, the North London derby, Arsenal against Spurs, isn't really the big game of the season like it is in the men's team. It, it just isn't. The rivalry's not there. You know, Spurs women have only recently been competing in the WSL and all that kind of stuff. So it hasn't got that same rivalry that maybe it does in the men's game. And it's not got the same excitement factor around it, you know. Arsenal women against Chelsea is the big one, isn't it? That's the that's the real derby game in women's football yeah. in, yeah. for us. Uh, and Spurs isn't isn't at that level yet because I say that they're not at that level themselves, are they? The games aren't as important as they are the games against Chelsea. But it's an North London derby, and the thing about North London derbies is you have to win. There's no other there's no other answer. You have to win. And yeah. of course, last season we played Tottenham away. Yes, it was at a different stadium. We are playing at Brisbane Road this time. It was at the Hive last year. And that was a game when we should have won. We know we should have. Another game, we missed a lot of chances, played well, went behind. And although we scraped a draw in the last minute that we fully deserved, those two drop points proved crucial in the end. So we know it's not going to... Uh, but they're struggling this season, Tottenham, for one reason or another. They, they've got good players. They've just signed Beth England recently. So they've got a goal scorer now. But they can't seem to get consistent performances going. And this is a game, this this year, we can't afford to drop any points now, but certainly no. not in this game. I mean, I say the North London derby is still a game you have to win, regardless of how, how much the rivalry is or isn't. It's just a game you have to win. So um, we go there tomorrow. Yes, it's tr- tricky. We've come off, a, you know, we've travelled to Germany in a week, never easy, a really intense game. We don't have a massive squad for rotation and stuff like that. So, you know, we've got one or two injuries, as we know. Um but we need to go out there tomorrow afternoon and we need to put on 
well, actually, no, I don't care how well we play. We just have to win that game. We have to find a way to win that game, and, and hopefully we will. I mean, Andreas, what are you kind of thinking of? Because it's quite difficult timing, isn't it, of the game, coming between the two Bayern games. That's a massive distraction. Of course, the second leg on Wednesday, as much as we don't want to admit it, is probably a more important game than the Tottenham game, and it shouldn't be, but it probably is when you think about it. But having said that, the Tottenham game is a game we have to win. So the timing of it isn't ideal, but it's there. It's got to be played and we've got to try and find a way to get the result. I mean, how do you see this playing out? Because it's going to be difficult for us, I think. Yeah, the difficulty is exactly that uh, it's between the two Bayern Munich matches. And uh, uh, we are in a position where we can't give away any point and we can't throw away the league. Uh, for the Champions League, it's, we need these three points uh, just to be uh, be in the race for for a Champions League spot. Uh, I think Chelsea is too far away. If you see that they have a game in hand against Liverpool, but uh, we need every point to to compete with City and with United, and uh, that's the difficulty. Um, the girls uh, threw everything in uh, on Tuesday for this match in Munich, and of course there. Uh, some of them would need uh, would need a rest, or we should rotate. But the difficulty is uh, this match. No matter where where uh, Tottenham is uh, standing in, on the table, uh, it's a difficult match. It's a away match under probably uh, bad conditions. It's as far as I read, uh, it has rained a lot in London, and, and uh, the pitch will be uh, will be uh, difficult to be played. Uh, so, uh, and uh, you have to to get this this match in your mind and say uh, only this match counts. Only the three points uh, against first are counting now. And let's forget about the second uh, leg against Bayern. Uh, let's concentrate on Bayern on Sunday after the match against the Tottenham. But uh, this will be a difficult situation for the mind. And uh, and of course. Uh, yeah, not not every player will be 100% fit, so it's difficult for Jonas to, to choose the right starting lineup uh, between uh, being competitive uh, to win uh, the match, but also giving uh, adults a rest or or maybe make some substitutes. It's difficult, uh, and the rivalry is is there too, uh, especially for players like Mia or Lotta who are yeah, who are Arsenal through and through. And for them, the rivalry against Tottenham is, is very special because they know it from from the men's uh, teams. So no no real Arsenal fan, no uh, Gunner uh, will want to lose points against uh, Spurs. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. So um, uh, it's it's a special match, and the rivalry is there. And uh, I think everybody also has in mind uh, the match last year when when uh, we scored in in stoppage time. The yeah. Eagles uh, if we if we drop two two more points at Tottenham, this would be terrible for the league. Uh, and and don't forget the, that they have Bethany England now. Uh, yes, are not doing well in in the league. They are not not winning many points, but nearly in every match, Bethany England scores. If they score one goal, it's Bethany England. So uh, it will be yeah. uh, important task to keep her calm and. Uh, Rafaela, Leah, whoever, who else is playing against her? Um, yeah, it's it's not so easy because I rate her uh, as a very good uh, and dangerous attacker, and mm -hmm. uh, she, she didn't have enough minutes at Chelsea, but all the time she was playing, 
or, or she came in as a sub, she was uh, she was a threat for the for the opponents. Uh, yeah, it will be difficult, but normally, if you just see the names on on the on the uh, lineups, uh, we have the better team, and there should be no doubt that we win this match. <laughs> yeah, oh, but we, we all know football is. Uh, Sometimes crazy, and it starts with. The, <laughs> uh, so we we must score. We must do something, and I hope we will. But uh, let's be optimistic, and I say we will we will win two nil. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I mean two nil would would be would be decent, wouldn't it? Uh, Terry says at least tomorrow the Guna girls should get some good shooting practices. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been shooting practice in the last few months. <laughs> Goal, so it's not shooting practice we need. It's it's finishing oh. practice, isn't it? To actually get the the the, get the ball in the net. That's what we need to do. Uh, Terry said four or five nil to us. It'll be a doddle for our girls. Rafa will have England in her back pocket. Well, let's hope so. But I, I agree with Andreas. Beth England is a very very good centre forward. She knows where the goal is. She can score a goal. She would have maybe have been a decent signing for us actually um, in January as we couldn't get Russo that we really wanted. But anyway. Um, I'm sure she'll um, want to do well tomorrow. Uh, Terry says, my only fear is injuries. Spurs do like to kick our goals. Yeah, it's going to be another physical game. I'm mm -hmm. sure it will. And they do mm -hmm. like to kick us. Um, and that's what they'll probably try and do. But I think as long as we've managed to to recover sufficiently from uh, from Tuesday night, we've got that extra day to recover. The game was on Tuesday, not Wednesday. So that's maybe an advantage. And as long as... We make a little bit of rotation. You know, we've got, you know, uh, Katerina Cole can come in. Victoria Palova could be starting the game. We've yeah. got players who can come in, haven't we? Um, and a good player. So, um, and I'm sure there will be one or two um, rotations to the team. But I agree with Andreas. We can't, we can't go mad and rotate too much because we still have to win the game. Yeah. Even, though it's, even though it's an inconvenience mm. in some ways between the two buying games, we have to win. We've got to win. Not only for our own position in the league, Mm -hmm. But the fact is Tottenham, and as we said, we, we can't lose against Tottenham. It's not it's not the dumb thing, is it? We're Arsenal. We don't lose to Tottenham. Or whether we're playing under fives game, whether we're playing them at Tiddlywink, whatever we're doing, we cannot lose to Tottenham. So we have to beat them, and that's what we need to do. Um, but yeah, injuries is a worry as well. But you can't do anything about that. We've got we can't we can't not play the game. We have to go out there and play, it and hopefully. We don't get, it's funny because last year we were due to play Tottenham, wasn't we, in between the two Wolfsburg games? And then it got called off because Tottenham had COVID and they decided not to play yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have done that and got this game called off. So we didn't risk getting kicked and back in between the two buying games. But anyway, um, we're not like that, you see. We want to play the games because that's <laughs> what we're about. We're not, we're not going to pull out of games because we yeah, feel like true. Um, I mean, Emma, what, what are you expecting from this Tottenham game? And because obviously we should win because it's Tottenham and we know how rubbish they are and obviously we're really good and we know that we'll win. But what are you expecting? Because it isn't the best, it is, as I said before, it's not the best kind of time to be playing, is it, in between these massive games against Bayern, which are taking over. That's so exciting. But we've still got to play Tottenham and beat them, haven't we? It's not ideal, but when you think they're between the two buying games as well, don't forget, I know we'll talk about it later, but it's also the the women's round Bundesliga is equivalent of the Classica taking place, the small match of women's the Classica taking place at the, the, the um, I don't think it's at the Allianz. Tomorrow is it, Andreas? So it'll probably be at the campus, right? Uh, yes, I'm at the campus tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, we've got the small matter which we'll talk about later. So that's not ideal for them in the middle of a second leg as well. But yeah, we could have asked for a better opposition. But you know, having just ended the nine game losing streak and uh, 
and the way they even I didn't wasn't convinced Leicester even had their chances. You know, they were they there was only a wonder goal from about it just shows you they were relying on um I know Beth England scored a few goals for them since she joined. But other than that, she they I mean they don't you just struggle to see where the goals are coming from. Yes, they're difficult to beat, but I think uh, for some reason I thought it was at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium tomorrow, but then I realised no, they won't be playing at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the preparation for a big game. It might be a bit too intimidating for them. But um, in a way, I'm surprised it's not there. But no, yeah, as you say, it's a good time to be playing them. I think, as I was saying, one winner or two ended a nine-game losing streak. And yeah, even though Beth England is there, I still think we should fancy our chances. But as we all know, as we know, all, for many times down the years, you can never underestimate uh, in our position. Look what happened when. Again, I know we go back to last year. We don't like to remember it gives us bad memories when we think of Birmingham. Everyone expected us to beat them. It quite happened. And uh, the same can be said with Spurs. They'll be fired up for this in a way. And so, yes, we'll need to yeah, our best to get the three points. But and so and and um, we'll definitely have to we'll definitely have to be more clinical than we've been in recent weeks and pretty much whole season. So we can't take anything for granted. But I'm, I'll feel I think we'll feel confident that we can beat them. We've never. Lost to them in the WSL as far or as one draw, and uh, I think they've scored like three goals, isn't it, or something like that, since they came against us in the WSL. So yeah, I think I'm feeling relatively confident, but we we'll need to definitely be clinical, as I've been saying. So I'll probably go for a three-nil win for Arsenal. Oh, three-nil! That sounds good. We like we like a good three-nil, don't we? Um, Terry says forty will tear Spurs apart. Even if she's in third gear, um, uh, like she's at the Emirates. Yeah, I mean, she's in great form. We said that before. And it'd be nice if she she could bang it. She got two, didn't she, at the Emirates last season against Tottenham. So it'd be nice if she got another two against them tomorrow. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I don't care who scores, actually. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I think we'll win. I really do. I think we'll beat Tottenham because we're much better than them. We know we are. And it's just a matter of making sure that we keep our focus on this game and not get look too far ahead to Wednesday. We've got to focus on this game. And if we do, we should be far too strong for, for Tottenham. And I do think we'll win. I'm quite liking a 3-0. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, but I, I kind of I kind of think that what Andrea said about Beth England scoring a lot, I, yeah, she's a sort of striker that if they get a ball into the box, we're not very good at that kind of defending. And she may well get herself a goal, Beth England. So I'm going to go 3-1. I mean, I know Terry goes 3-1 quite a lot, but I'm going to go 3-1. I do think that Tottenham will score, yeah. but we should be far too strong. And I think we'll get... I think that, I think the goals will, will go in for us on, on Saturday, definitely. I think we will score a few. We'll miss a few, no doubt. I'm sure we will, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll, we'll stick some in. Maybe, yeah, perhaps 40, yeah. She, she, she's due a goal. I think she, she may well get one or two. That'd be nice. Um, and hopefully Steena gets one as well because she gets a lot of sticks, Steena. I think... Um, unfairly a lot of the time because I think mm. she is a very, very good player and she's playing well, but she's not scoring him goals. She was unfortunate with that header, weren't she, on Tuesday? You know, it was going yeah. in and yeah. it was great defending. You have to give credit to the defender for getting back and clearing it. It's just great defending. So, um, But yeah, uh, it would be nice if, if that was to happen. Herman says, uh, I also watched the Leon v Chelsea game, which Chelsea won 1-0, an extremely yeah. tight game, just like Arsenal. Yeah, it was. It was a very similar game, wasn't it? Um, obviously Chelsea managed to get the goal and, and win the game um, and I still don't think Leon are totally out of it yet I think that they'll feel as though they've got a chance to sneak through there won't they um, I mean, you said all the ties are pretty evenly balanced now aren't they um, the home teams in the second leg seem to have a slight advantage like all the others won one nil away um, we've lost one nil away but again that's doable isn't it mm-hmm. um, Terry says yeah, well said Amar only one or two goals short <laughs> <laughs> One or two, 
Yeah, let's just win the game first. We'll worry about the goals, maybe. Yeah, um, he thinks he always thinks we'll get nine or ten. He always thinks. Yeah, he seems to think we'll score a lot. I, I don't know why, because we we missed too many chances to score nine or ten against the good teams. Now, even when we played Leeds and we won nine nil, we had enough chances to have won fifteen nil or twenty nil, didn't yeah, we? So. Did. You know, it, we we do miss chances no matter who we're playing against. But let's hope uh, let's hope that we've saved a few up for Saturday, and we do obviously beat Tottenham and keep ourselves in. I still think we're not out of the title race yet. I don't believe we're out of it yet. We just have to keep winning and winning, and obviously go away at Chelsea and win, beat Man City next week, and beat Man United away when we play them. We just have to keep winning, and hope for the best. Um, but we need to win. Yeah, the next game is the most important one, and that's tomorrow, and we have to yeah. win that. And I'm sure, and I'm sure we will. Uh, it would be it would be quite a shock if um, Tottenham were to get any sort of result. I know last year they did, but um, yeah, I think we will. I think we'll be too strong, and I think we'll we'll get through. Now, um, mm-hmm. as we, as you can quite clearly see, Matt isn't with us again tonight due to his work situation, um, and he's had quite a busy week flying about all over the world. He's been he's he's met up with Andreas <laughs> in Germany. He's been everywhere. He's had a busy week. And he did send us a video, though, despite his busy schedule. He did manage to find the time uh, to send us a video about basically all what we're talking about tonight in one little video. Um, I will say before we start, don't don't worry. He he looks like he's very tired. He hasn't slept for about three days, but he is okay. (laughs) And this is Matt's video for the show. So welcome to the show, Matt. Hi, guys. Once again, I am not there. That is this time around. I'm at the Merseyside Derby. And that will be another story for another time. Uh, as you can tell, my voice is not great after last night. All that chanting um, has caused a bit of an issue uh, for my voice. It was a great game last night, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was so end-to-end, but Arsenal just couldn't get on the end of anything. Uh, we should have We should have quite easily won, or at least got some a goal at the very least. In that game, Caitlin Ford hitting the post the wrong side. Um, there was other issues as well throughout the game. The refereeing calls and the VAR calls, the goal line technology that wasn't there last night as well. Um, caused a lot of controversy and it's going to be a wider issue that I'm sure all of you will talk about. So on to the next one now, which is going to be good to get everyone back into it again, which is the... North London derby against Tottenham. A lot of Arsenal fans want to be there. It's close to them. It's going to be a very Arsenal-heavy away day. And it will be very interesting to see what happens. But I'm sure that Arsenal will win that one. I'm going to go for a 3-0. I'll be hopeful for a 3-0, if I'm honest. Because it's the best way to get rid of those blues. But it gives us enough... To prepare for the next week, uh, next week's return. Speaking of next week's return, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that it's going to be good atmosphere now. Um, I'm hoping that we can get up to the that twenty thousand and uh, there. But it's going to be a good game, and I'm sure it's going to be good. I, I'm going to go for for my predictions. Arsenal going to win. 3-0 against Tottenham, and then Arsenal winning 1-0 against Bayern Munich. Ooh. That's all for me. Ooh. Wow. He takes extra time now. Interesting. Well, what Lily said there, that's the... Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it finishes 1-0 after extra time, it'll be penalties. And the last thing we want is penalties against a German team, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, 
be better than going out in normal time, I suppose. But, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we did sort of mention that the standard of refereeing in the buying game was very, yeah. very poor. Um, and yeah, Matt was absolutely right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it must have been a great experience for Matt, actually. I do think that, you know, we need to, you know, I, I can remember when, when Matt first came on the show, what, a year, nearly two years ago when we first started doing the show. You know, he, he was he was quite shy within himself, wasn't he? And he's really, I think he's really come out. And you can see now, you know, he's flying over to Germany on his own for these games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Brilliant. I mean, what a, what a journey he's had, Matt, you know, and it's fantastic. And it was great that he was out there in Germany the other night. Some great videos that you um, he did with you, Andreas. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. You two in the stage, that was hilarious. That, that was so funny. Um, that was brilliant. Uh, great video. And it was a, another great... I do want to say that the vlogs that you guys have been doing in the recent games have been absolutely brilliant. They really have. And the Continental Cup final was brilliant. The one the other night was brilliant. They're just fantastic. And they're so um, really giving everybody a great feel of what it's yeah. like being in the stadium yeah. and, the, and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely brilliant. And um, really, really great stuff from both of you. But yeah, fantastic journey that Matt's been on, hasn't it, over the last couple of years. And it's great that um, he's enjoying himself, and you know he looked like he needed a bit of sleep there, didn't he? To be fair, but he yeah, had, he did. He need to get the fire. Yeah. yeah, and he's and he is at the game tonight. He's at the he's at the Merseyside derby for the women tonight. As that's what where he is. That's why he's not on the show, and I'm sure he's enjoying that. He, he does live, of course, um, in the Liverpool area, doesn't he? So it's quite a local game for him, which is good. And Terry says, yeah, Matt was doing really well there until he said 1-0. <laughs> it's going to be 3-1. Well, we'll see. We, we, as long as we get through, ultimately, it doesn't matter too much, does it? Um, but he did go 3-0 against Tottenham, which was nice. So that was nice and optimistic, which, which we like to see. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, we've... we've you know, we've we've talked about the buying game away, great performance. We talked about the Tottenham game coming up tomorrow, which I think we're all confident that we will win um, reasonably comfortably. I think there'll be moments in the game that we'll be a little bit stressed. There'll be some tackles flying in, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think we, we all feel pretty confident that we will go um, win that game. And then, of course, it is the big one Wednesday at the Emirates. What an occasion this is going to be. <laughs> I've got to be honest, after Tuesday, I am so excited for this game. Just, it's so, it's so much to look forward to here. I mean, it's perfectly balanced to tie, first of all. Both teams have got a great chance to go through. We saw on Tuesday, there's very little to choose between the sides, ultimately, is there really? You know, we've got, both teams have got their strengths and weaknesses, and it's just going to be on the on the night, really, isn't it? Yes, we've got a bit of work to do. One nil down's never easy. We saw how brilliant defensively Bayern Munich were. Yeah. But I think it's a different. It's going to be a different game at the Emirates. I think on that pitch with the crowd and as Andreas has mentioned before, we are more at home at the Emirates because we've played there a lot more often this season. We've played there what seven times, so it's it's a comfortable place for us. Yes, we always haven't had the best results sometimes, but. This game is going to be, I believe, this is our biggest game of the season on Wednesday now, the biggest game of the season. And if we can turn this around from 1-0 down and win this game at the Emirates, I just think that that would be... And I think that would be almost... The journey that this team's been on under Jonas over the last couple of seasons, we can see so much progress in so many areas of the team, you know, 
And to get through to the semi-final of the Champions League, it would again demonstrate the progress. You know, this season we've got a trophy already. We didn't have last season. If we can go to the semi-finals of the Champions League, that's again progress from last season. You can see where we're heading. And if we can do that on Wednesday, I just think it's going to be so important for, for, the, for the team and for the confidence of everybody to really take us forward. You know, having beaten Chelsea so recently in that cup final, to beat Bayern at the Emirates so soon after that in such a big game would be such a boost for everybody. And if we can do it, it's going to be so amazing. I'm just so gutted I can't go, actually, because it would be brilliant. Yeah. It's going to be a brilliant, brilliant atmosphere. I mean, Andreas, what, what do you think of this second leg then? Do you think Arsenal can actually turn this around and go through? You know, or do you think Bayern, being Bayern, so strong defensively, they'll find a way to maybe get a draw and go through? Um, yeah, we made progress in so many parts, but uh, except in scoring goals. Um, yeah, that's, that's our problem the whole season, or let's say uh, since since November, since we lost our two best uh, yeah. scorers and um, yeah, assists. Um, uh, it will be a tough one, but uh, maybe it's good to play against Spurs on the weekend uh, because, uh, yeah, trying to stop and to calm uh, England down is a good test for our defenders. Uh, um, then Leo Schultz is coming again, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, right. yeah, sometimes uh, I see many matches from Bayern Munich, uh, most of the home matches, and uh, there are many parts of a match when when you don't see anything from Lea Schuller, but then uh, there's one uh, one pass through, uh, through the defense, and she's she has so much pace, uh, or uh, she can score by a header. So uh, it's sometimes she's 70 minutes out of the match, but then mm-hmm. she scores. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's a good test to say uh, we we keep the England calm, then we will be able to keep Lea Schuller calm. Um, yeah, it, um, the problem is that Bayern is uh, going into the match with the av- advantage of one goal up, and uh, yeah, they can they can wait and uh, they can let Arsenal control the match and try uh, to to counter attack and uh, just just have one or two corners or or maybe a free kick in into the, the six yards box. And this is the difficulty. As I said, if Bayern scores and, and scores first, then it will be very tough. And I think if if uh, we fall behind 1-0, then we, we will not turn it around. So it will be important uh, that we get the lead if we are 1-0 up and then uh, we, we concede the equalizer. Then nevertheless, everything will be possible. But falling behind 1-0, and it's it's 2-0 two, two in in the aggregate, uh, this will be too difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, Bayern is is uh, so well organized in defense. Even if they are missing now, Tainara, uh, the Brazilian defender, and uh, Caroline Simon, she is also out for at least for the Wolfsburg match. But uh, you could see Saki Kumagai uh, with with her experience. She's not yeah. the fastest player, but uh, uh, she she anticipates very good. She knows where where to be and where to organize. And uh, once again, uh, the Icelandic defender Gladys Sigurdsdottir. She was uh, the best player from Bayern, I think. She, she was everywhere when when there was danger in in the box. Uh, because Dottir was there, 
So it will be difficult to break this this uh, well organized defense. Yes, it will. Yeah, we have to be patient. There's no need to, to rush and to risk too much in the first 20, 30 minutes. We have 90 minutes time to score one goal. If we don't concede one, <laughs> then, and then let's go. Yeah, if you got two, perfect. But uh, if not, then let's go into extra time. There are 30 minutes more uh, in our home ground mm -hmm. with all the fans behind us, and then it's possible. And uh, another advantage for Arsenal is that Bayern is playing tomorrow against Wolfsburg. So I said. Yeah. <laughs> of the season in the Bundesliga, uh, and and we all know how physical it is uh, to play against Wolfsburg. This will be extremely tough for Bayern. They can't say, ah, oh, let's let's go into the Wolfsburg match. If we lose, then we lose. So, no, this is the match for <laughs> which might decide the title. If Bayern wins, they are one point ahead and and uh, it's all in their hands. So they will do everything to win tomorrow. And, uh, and three yeah. days, four days later, another tough match. Uh, it's, it's a difficult situation also for Bayern, and this might be a small advantage for Arsenal. And Bayern has to travel. It's not a home match for them. They have to travel to London. It's, it's not, not uh, yeah, too, too exhausting uh, to fly in London, but it's different when you play at home or when you have yeah. at home the, the yeah the most important match of the season in Bundesliga, and then you have to travel away. You have to play in front of twenty thousand uh, uh, fans from the opposition team. Uh, this might be the advantage for us, and yeah, let's let's just believe in our in our girls. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right about Wolfsburg. I mean we saw how physical they were last year, so. You know, uh, maybe if Wolfsburg want to kick a few of their players, particularly Leah Scholo <laughs> on Wednesday, that would actually be quite good. Or, or maybe Gould or a few of the others. So, you know, once, I don't mind if Wolfsburg kick a few players. It might, might make a change um, to help us out a little bit. But but no, I do think that that's going to have an impact, isn't it? Because that is such a big game for Bayern Munich. And it's basically a title decider, isn't it? You know, it's like our games against Chelsea. We know how demanding they are physically as well. Yeah. And the last thing that you want to do is play a game like that mm -hmm. in between these two big European games. So that's that's maybe one thing that has gone in our favour. Yeah, we've got a North London derby. That's going to be quite physical. But, you know, who would you rather play, Wolfsburg or Tottenham this weekend? I think we'd all agree we'd rather play Tottenham, wouldn't we? <laughs> so, um, so, so that is in our favour. And let's see how Bayern Munich recover from that game and uh, what, you know, what shape they're in. For the game on Wednesday, but yeah, that that could play a part. But I don't know. I, I just I just feel as though the way that we played on Tuesday has really given me such a lot of confidence that we can do this. I say we 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 played. To me, the game on Tuesday was like the FA Cup game against Chelsea. I said that before, and we played them in a week after, and we absolutely turned that game around. And I think we could do the same again. I really do. And even if we went a goal down, we went a goal down in a cup final against Chelsea. We came back. And we still managed to score three goals. Mm -hmm. And that's against a Chelsea team that don't concede three goals very often at all. So I'm not saying I think we'll win 3-1 like Terry seems to think we will. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, we'll see uh, what happens. Terry says, the international man of mystery, Andreas, relax. It's going <laughs> to end 3-1, so no need to lose any sleep. Well, I mean, let's hope it does, Terry. I hope you're right for, for a change because you, you don't get many right, dear. But I hope you get this one right because... Um, that would be, it would be incredible to win 3-1, wouldn't it, on the night, on Wednesday and go through. 
Well, you did say we'd win 3-1 on Tuesday, Terry, so I don't know how much faith I've got in your prediction, if I'm totally honest. But um, I, I, I am confident that we can do it. I'm confident we can turn Whether it takes extra time or whatever, I don't know. But I'm confident we can get the right result because we played so well on Tuesday. And then if we play anywhere near that level again, we will win that game. And hopefully we'll win it with enough goals to send us through. Even though we know Bayern are probably going to score themselves because they do tend to and we're not the best defending at those sort of situations. But, I mean, Alan, what are you expecting on Wednesday? Can we do it? That's the big question. Can we turn this around against probably the best defence in, in European women's football at the moment? Well, yeah, you spoke about Chelsea being defence, but yeah, if you think about it, they've only kept with something like five clean sheets all season. And I think, if I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think only Wolfsburg have managed to score once in a, more than once in a, a league game more, uh, other than Barcelona in the Champions League at the camp now in, uh, in the autumn. Uh, Wolves, only Wolfsburg is the only other team to have scored more than one goal against Bayern this season. I, I, I could be wrong, but uh, uh, that, that, yeah, so this goes to show you the scale of the task is difficult. It could be a really tense night, but I think the fans will be there and, uh, and they'll be in full support. And uh, they'll be actors like the 12 players. Caitlin said after the game, wasn't to be our night, but we need the fans to be on our side. And they know what the, cause all the atmosphere, they can get the, the fans behind them. They, I think they can turn this around. There's no reason they can. It's obviously it's going to be tough. We've got as we said, the best defense in um, in uh, in Europe, one of the best defense sorry, best defense in Germany, probably one of the best defenses in Europe. But yeah, you know, it's doable. We just have to be more clinical. Ultimately, ultimately, that's what it's going to come down to. You think that the, the, if they you can't you can't really accuse them of being profligate, but we have we certainly have to be more ruthless in front of goal and uh, try and take it to them because they're a very capable side on the day, and and when we saw that. In the first game, they only need one chance, and then ultimately they'll take it. Even though they, they created other chances, ultimately we we didn't. And I, I, I ultimately, uh, <laughs> I know I keep saying ultimately, but if we're going to score two against them, we're going to have to play really well. And you know, it just goes to show we can do it. But the, I think the crowd is going to have a huge part to play. And if they can get them going early, then then they could go a long way to determine this. But. I mean, if you ask me for Richard, I think it could well go to extra time. It's so tight to tell, but I think we may need extra time for, who knows, possibly even a shootout to decide it. But whatever happens, they'll still be proud of the girls and um, hopefully they'll, we'll, we'll be proud of them regardless of what happens, I guess. Oh, of course we will, yeah. I mean, we, we definitely will. Herman says, yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, well, we can. I think we all know that we can. It's just that will we, I suppose. Are we going to do it? I mean, Andreas, you know, we, we've spoken about Bayern Munich's defence. And I mean, Andreas uh, Amar said there about, you know, only Barcelona and Wolfsburg have scored more than once against them. I mean, you've obviously seen a lot of Bayern Munich this season. Has, has too many teams created as many chances as we did against them the other night, though? Have, have they, has anybody managed to, to get in behind their defence and create those chances against them this season? Uh, yes, I think uh, Frankfurt was, uh, yeah, dominating against Bayern. Uh, but uh, then they only scored one goal and Bayern uh, from, from very, very uh, less chances uh, scored twice. But uh, as I said, uh, there's a problem in defense that they are missing Tainara at the uh, center half and uh, Caroline Simon as left back. So um, this, this, uh, yeah, this has an influence. And uh, the biggest influence for the match on Wednesday uh, will be how Bayern is playing against Wolfsburg. If they beat Wolfsburg tomorrow, uh, they are flying high. Their self-confidence will be 
flying flying high and and they know that everything is possible we can we can reach everything so this will make it more difficult but uh when when i look back the last years uh yeah Bayern lost last season two times at home against wolfsburg uh they lost uh in in october or when uh to one at wolfsburg away I don't think they will beat them comfortably. Maybe a draw or something, and it will be a very tough match. So this match tomorrow has a lot of influence on on the match on Wednesday. And um, yeah, uh, the the defense is is very good organized, very well organized, and good working together. That's the the problem yeah. to to break them. Uh, and um, the young goalkeeper Malagos is is also very good. She's very self-confident. Uh, she's not perfect. The 21 years of age uh, goalkeeper can't be perfect, but she has a lot of self-confidence. She's calm. Uh, she knows uh, that she might make a mistake or something, but uh, she keeps her calmness and uh, and this you you can feel this self-confidence is. From uh, from the goalkeeper to to the defenders, they they know they can rely on her, and uh, they know they have uh, only conceded four goals in 15 league matches. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this this uh, gives you a strong self confidence too. Uh, now, as I said, uh, if if we fall behind and, and Bayern gets the lead, I think uh, we won't qualify. Uh, no, I don't think that we can turn around a match like we did against Chelsea. Uh, but uh, yeah, if if we manage to to get the lead, even if it is uh, late in the second half, if if we score the first goal, then we will go through in in extra time. I think the problem could be that we we concede one, we will concede the equalizer, but then we'll go to extra time with two one, and then uh, what can I say? <laughs> we, we can only hope. Uh, I don't want to go <laughs> penalty shootout. Uh, of course, Kim Little will will score for us, but we will miss the other four for attempt. Yeah. Oh, we have a five. Kim Little's taking the penalty. We'll be fine. Yeah. Can't she just? Can't she just take all five? Can't she just take all five? Wear a wig and change the shirt so she looks a different number and just run up and take all five. That's what we need because otherwise we could be in trouble. English players take penalties. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I was on scoring every time. Yeah, oh, sorry, I correct myself yeah. because Benfica are actually the only other team to have scored against Bayern twice this season. Only three times have they conceded more than one goal, so I was a bit wrong there. But yeah, only three times. Well, they're going to concede more than one on Wednesday because we we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we've got to score two, and I and oh, I think we I don't know at this moment in time I'm feeling really confident that we'll go through. But it's not certainly not going to be easy. I think it might well be extra time, as we've all kind of mentioned the possibility. Yeah. I think it may well be one nil after ninety minutes, actually, um, and then extra time could be a lottery. The, the only the only thing in extra time that would worry me was if Bayern were to score in extra time, because we would then need to score at least one more, if not two more, in extra time. Then, and it would be in that short period, it would be very difficult against a team with a lead that can defend well. So, but yeah, it, I think it will go extra time. I think it'll be one nil at 90 minutes and then, yeah, we'll maybe sneak one in the extra time somehow. Maybe a penalty. Maybe we'll actually get a penalty this week and Kim Little will stick it away 
in extra time and we'll go through. But uh, it's going to be a great night. There's no doubt about that. Um, Herman says, uh, I said a minute ago that Hafaella was outstanding in defence. Yeah, she's been outstanding in defence since we signed her, really. Brilliant. And looking forward to seeing how well she does again. Um, Terry says, Jill Rod will sink Bayern's heart, uh, ready for us to kill Bayern's dreams next week. Yeah, maybe she will. <laughs> maybe she will. Um, but we, we will see. She did. She, she kind of, um, you know, killed our dreams last year, didn't she, Jill Rod? She scored that goal um, yeah. away at Wolfsburg that knocked us out or helped to knock us out. Herman says, I think that the Arsenal ladies are motivated and bring out the, the haggis for kids. Let's save it till after the game, maybe, when she scores a winning goal. Then she can have a nice hanging That'd be good, won't it? Uh, Terry says, three ones for the Arsenal, three ones for the Arsenal. Well, Terry's confident. That's what we like to see. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's go- it certainly is going to be a, a, a fantastic occasion, isn't it, for um, for everybody. For, for women's football in this country, it's great to see games like this, isn't it? Uh, and played at the, at the big stadium as well. Hopefully, we can get... A bigger crowd there. I mean, last year's game against Wolfsburg was like 5,000 or something. It was a great atmosphere, but it was only 5,000. Whereas this time, it's got to be 20,000 at least, doesn't it, surely? So yeah. if you are out there and you're want and you excited for the game, go and get a ticket. They're, they're cheap. You're going to get a great view. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And you might well see one of the great European Champions League nights that the Emirates has ever seen because there's not been too many Champions League nights at the Emirates in recent years. So, um, you know, it was just that that sort of one last year in a knockout. So <clears throat> that's what we want to see. Um, a great game on Wednesday and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Arsenal can turn it around and, and get the result that Terry is confident that we will. But yeah, it is going to be tough. We know that. It's going to be tense. But these are the games that you live for. That's what you want to see, though. You want to see your team playing in games like this. Yeah. And... That's what we want to do. Terry says, yeah, bring on Barca in the final, I say. Well, it may well be Barca in the final. Or it could be Chelsea, couldn't it? Imagine that. Imagine Arsenal-Chelsea in the Champions League final. Well, that would would be something quite special, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. It would be something quite special. But let's just get through this game first. Let's not think about finals. Let's get through the quarterfinal first. Let's let's do, do Wednesday night. Let's get that game done. And then hopefully we're through. And then we can worry about potentially playing in the semi-final first, uh, where we will probably meet Wolfsburg by the look of things. <laughs> so that could be interesting, couldn't it? Another interesting game. Um, Herman says, last year there were over 70,000 fans at the final with Barcelona. Yeah, there was, yeah. And I'm sure this year would be a sellout crowd as well for the final, whoever's in it. And let's hope we are. That would be something, wouldn't it? Um, so a really, really big week for Arsenal. You know, not only are we mm. playing Tottenham tomorrow, which is a big game anyway, we know that. We've got the buying game, and then of course next Saturday, uh, no, next Sunday, Manchester City in the WSL at Meadow Park. So really, really big. It's probably a, a season-defining week actually for Arsenal. Now, you know, if if we if we don't beat Tottenham and Man City in the league, then that's sort of the league kind of gone really. And obviously, yeah. if we get knocked out of the Champions League, the season's basically over really. So such a big week, an exciting week, but um, it's. So, so important that this time, certainly this time next week, we're sitting here looking back on Arsenal being in the semi-final of the Champions League, looking ahead to the Man City game and feeling good about life. But let's see what happens. A lot can happen this week. Big, big, big week. Um, Amar, do you have something for us tonight? Have you been preparing? Yeah, it did take me a while, but I do have something. Oh, brilliant. That's what we like to see. So, we are going to get to the Our favourite bit of the show is, of course, Amar's little special section. Bro. 
yeah. So I've got me paper ready. I have got me paper ready. Liking the pink shirt, to... by the way. Liking the pink shirt. I, I should have got one for myself. I don't know how to get out with a black one. But anyway, this is the question. Yeah, I, I kind of like both of them. I must admit, at the start of the season, I liked both of them. But I'd, I decided I wanted the pink one already when I saw it. So okay. I've got the pink one. And I'm enjoying okay. it. Right, anyway. Go on, okay, so take, so take it away. So, so the question for this week is, Arsenal have been in the Women's Champions League. This is sorry. This is Arsenal Women's fourteen. Sorry, this is Arsenal's fourteenth season in the Women's Champions League. How many times previously have they managed to overturn a first leg deficit in a knockout game? Oh, what a great question! Ooh. How many times in fourteen seasons have they turned around uh, a first leg deficit? And this is going back to the old UEFA Women's Cup back in two thousand and one two. What a great question. Oh, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I don't think it's very many at all. It's, it's over a decade that we didn't reach the semifinals. Yeah. So... It's not going to be many. It, it won't, I, I, I'm not sure if we ever have. I'm, I'm trying to think of one back in back in the glory days, if you like. Yeah. Was we ever behind in the game and come back? In the old UEFA Women's Cup or the UEFA Women's Champions League, oh, it's the 14th season. How many times in a knockout fixture have they turned around the first leg deficit? Oh, that is a toughie, man. That is. Oh, I don't think. I, I don't think it's many. It's only sure last last season we couldn't turn around. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> yeah, well, it was one all in well, the first. We, yeah, we was. We, we drew the first game, so we didn't get a chance to. Yeah. And then we lost the second. Uh... Yeah, PSG was the one before that, wasn't it? And we didn't. We didn't go through it. One-off ties, if you remember, yeah, that actually played in uh, in in Spain, if you remember, yeah, that was right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wasn't in it a couple of years before that, was we? Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact you've asked us a question tends to suggest to me it must have happened at least once. I can't think of it happening once. I don't want to say not because if I say it's never happened, then it would have seemed like it would have been a silly question to have asked. But it could be zero, I suppose. I can't actually think of one off the top of my head. It must be going back a long time if it's happened. Just right now, you don't have to remember the opposition or whoever it was against. I just want a number. How many times do you think they've managed to turn around the first round, first leg deficit? Just give me a number. I'll be able. That's more than double. That you don't have to tell me who the opposition was or. What the score was, but yeah. I'm going to say once then. We're going to say once, okay? Andres? Yeah, I'll go once. I just think we oh. probably have once. I have no idea. It's just speculating. I don't think it was very often, so... Mm-hmm. You say well, once, right so I say two times. <laughs> you think it's two, right? Richard says one, yeah. well... I can tell you that it has only actually ever happened twice before. It happened in 2004-05 against Torres in the quarterfinals, the Italian side, and also six years later in 2010-11 against Rayo Vallecano. 
So only right. twice has Arsenal ever managed to turn around a first leg deficit in the UEFA Women's Champions League. Was those first legs both away as well? Uh, probably. I don't. I, can't yeah, I think Torres. The first leg was away. I think the first leg was away, and, and against Torres against Vallecano. I think it the first leg. The first leg might actually have been away as well. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. When was it? Early two thousand. Uh, sorry, so first one was two thousand and four five. Second uh -huh. one was two thousand and ten eleven. Yeah, the first leg. Yeah, I think we lost the first. Yeah, both of the first legs were lost away from home. That's right. Wow. Only twice. Okay. Well, twice. Well, I mean, you say that. Mm. I mean. Uh... Maybe we haven't lost that many first legs then, have we? That's probably why. Well, we come up against a good, strong German team as I've been going down the years at like Duisburg and Turbo Potsdam and one or two others. But yeah. But yeah, so we have to look at the street. It happened twice before. But I will say this. Don't forget the last time a London side played Bayern Munich in the knockout game in the Champions League in 2020-21. We all remember what happened then. So I'm not saying it won't happen, but... Remember Chelsea lost 2-1 in Munich and then won the second leg 4-1, so never say never. I also remember Bayern Munich winning 5-1 at the Emirates as well. Oh, God, that, oh, that, that was well. That was because we lost the first leg 5-1. That's different. That's never happened. Well, yeah, we lost both legs 5-1 that season, didn't we? Although we did have a player sent off, didn't we? Was it Koscielny got sent off after oh, about 10 years? Well, yeah, forget that, man, but yeah. Well, that, that's that's the last time Bayern Munich visit the Emirates, isn't it? And they won five one. So well, I don't think it's going to be five one on Tuesday. Let's just say that. I don't think it's going to be no. five one on Tuesday. No, I don't think it'll be five one on Tuesday. Let's, let's hope not. Unless it's five one to us, that'll be all right. <laughs> we we played a friendly, the Emirates Cup in two thousand nineteen against the uh, Bayern women. And oh, Bayern. oh yeah, oh yeah, we lost that. I think that was the one where, if I remember, Daniel Carter suffered another ACL injury. Exactly, and Melanie Leupold scored the goal for oh, Bayern. One nil, oh, yeah, yeah, one nil, wasn't it? Yes, one nil, and yeah. yeah. I remember, isn't yeah. it odd when you look at the pattern just in general this week? All the ties are so in the balance. That's what we love, isn't it? That's why we think that when so so many times down the years I've been like really one-sided, but they're all in the balance. This just adds to the beauty of the game, doesn't it? Yeah, we we yeah. said it before. All four matches were one nil, so I mean, but yeah. And the funny thing was, the only home team, the only home um, out of all the sides, the only home team to win were Bayern. So yes. that tends to suggest that, you know, there's going to be more home wins in the second leg, just on, you know, on a lot of averages, suggest there's going to be more home wins in the second leg. We're at home in the second leg. So hopefully that means we'll win. And then we go through. So that's, I mean, that's, it's, it's incredible to think when you think about it, not many goals, but you think. I mean, don't forget, Leon hadn't conceded five. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but Leon hadn't conceded five until they played at Arsenal this season and conceded five in something like 17 years. So whilst it seems unlikely, you, you just never know. Well, there, there's an opportunity for some freak result to happen. It, it's just the beauty of the game, isn't it? Yeah, Barcelona yeah. has conceded three goals in Munich. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Everything is possible. And uh, as I said uh, we, we had all the bad luck that is possible. If you look at the Wolfsburg match in uh, in Paris, uh, Wolfsburg had all the luck that is possible. There was and the VAR uh, said no, no penalty. And a minute later, yeah. VAR decided penalty uh, for Wolfsburg. And true. they scored. True. That's true. So can you have more luck than Wolfsburg? Can yeah. you have bad luck than Arsenal? So, so it might 
change. <laughs> I agree, they did have a bit of luck, but I did I did think as well PSG didn't help themselves either. Their defender uh, were going to go to the referee, and then it was I think, and then Lena Oberdorf for appealing for for handball. I think she did stick her arm out. So I think that for me that was a penalty. Maybe it wasn't a bookable offence, but they they uh, I think it was, and uh, yeah, how she, how she recovered from a serious knee injury in five days, God knows. But anyway. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. On on Sunday, there was a statement from the club that she suffered uh, a serious uh, knee uh, injury. <laughs> Definitely will be out for the Paris match and at least for two or two to four weeks. And uh, it depends on on the rehab. Yeah. And, then, and then three days later, she's in the starting lineup and plays. I couldn't eight. believe it when I saw her. I couldn't believe it. Like, what? <laughs> it was it was clearly lying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. it's not okay to say this. And uh, even on Sunday, uh, Lena Oberdorf uh, posted uh, a photo on, I think, on Instagram when she was uh, on, on yeah, some festivity and was enjoying an ice cream. So uh, there was comments, <laughs> it can't be so bad if she enjoys her ice cream and is smiling. And this was a moment when I thought, oh, let's wait if she, she uh, will not play in Paris. Let's wait. And she did. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no, it's, it's interesting as well. I did watch also watch the Roma Barcelona game. That was a great game played in such a fantastic atmosphere. And Roma had their chances. So it goes to show that it's still very much open. I know that everyone says Barcelona Leon, but I think whoever gets through has an equally good chance. It's just I think it's going to be so intriguing what happens this week. And I'm, I've been just as following from last year. I just think it's it's just so exciting to see, and it's great to see all the big stages being packed out. And that's what that's why we love this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, and um, they are four brilliant ties this week as well, oh, aren't beautiful. they? You know, could go either way. Any teams could go through. Um, <laughs> Herman says that uh, Joe Biden also <laughs> likes ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he didn't suffer serious injury, did he? And recover within three days, weren't you? Right? Yeah, yes, well, yeah. You know about that. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Roma, Roma, Barcelona, it's going to be in a camp now, you never know, but PSG, it's incredible to think as well, another stat just came to my mind, PSG have played seven seven games in the Champions League this season, they've failed to score in four of them, that doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> no, but... That's football, as we've said. That is what happens in football, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's right. That's one of the reasons why football is such a, well, like live sport in general, really. It, you can't really predict it, can you? Anything can happen. And, you know, that's why we love it, isn't it? That's, that's what makes it what it is because it's so unpredictable sometimes. And, you know, I'm not saying that um, it, it would be unpredictable if Arsenal were to win on Wednesday and, and not buy an out because I, I don't think that's beyond the realms of possibility at all. But, um, yeah, m maybe you're right. After such tight first legs, all 1-0, maybe the second legs, there's going to be goals galore, maybe. Maybe there'd be, or maybe all, all four games this week, kind of goals flying in right, left and centre. Who knows? Maybe it might be one of them. Um, yeah. But anyway, I mean, let's um, let's just look forward to what's going to be a great week for Arsenal. Uh, uh, such an important week. And it's so exciting, isn't it? It really, really is. And I can't wait... I mean, tomorrow's game is going to be good. Don't get me wrong. We're looking forward to tomorrow's game. But yeah. um, it's almost like, let's just get tomorrow's game out of the way. Let's just win it. Get the three points. No injuries. And then forget that one very quickly. And then everything's focused on Wednesday and getting the big result in that game and trying to, for only the third time, turn around the first leg lead 
um, in the Champions League and, and go through. Let's see if we can do it. Um, Terry says, yeah, like free one. Oh, yeah, free one. There's a few guys there, isn't there? So we'll go with it. We'll go. everyone. Can we go score 10 goals? I bet one day we'll think we'll put 10 past Barcelona or something. Who knows? Well, if we play them in the final, maybe. I mean, you know, see, that was a shock result, wasn't it? When Leon beat Barcelona in the final last year. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? You know, yeah. unexpected results still happen. And not that there's, I say, there's no unexpected results in this Champions League, I don't think. If any of the teams go through, it's like, well, yeah, the games are up, up there for either team to win still. So it's going to be so exciting, isn't it? Um, Herman says, what time's a buy-in game? Um, well, o'clock. UK time is 8 o'clock. Um, I don't know what that would be in Canadian time, but it's 8 well, o'clock in the evening. Yeah, it's, yeah it'll, it'll be know, about 3 p.m. If it's Burns Worries, if it's in the West Coast, it'll be 12. If it's East Coast, it'll be 3. So. They're ahead of us, aren't they, Canada? Oh, behind. Are they behind, are they? Of course, oh, okay. it's West, it's East, but yeah, it's East. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, sorry, West. Know. Probably, you know, of course, they're, they're, they're behind. It's the United States. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know where it is, but it's either going to be five or eight hours behind. Or six, maybe. Oh, right. Okay. So, well, it'll be, it'll be in the afternoon, won't it? Sometime in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah that's be. right. It's, eight, it's eight, um, o'clock. 8 o'clock. So, yeah, it's 8 o'clock in the evening here. So, yeah, hopefully um, you'll yeah. be able to watch don't, it, Herman, because yeah. it's going to be don't, good. Don't, don't forget, Richard, too, that our cocks go forward here tomorrow as well. There are four, four hours behind us. Canada. Four hours. It'll be Four. five after the weekend because our clocks go forward tomorrow. Oh, of course, yeah. Our clocks change, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. Our clocks go back, don't they? So Assuming he's no, on the East Coast, it'll be three o'clock. But if it's West Coast, it'll be around 12 or possibly even one or two. So I don't know where he lives, but yeah. It's Toronto. Herman's from Toronto. Oh, then it's going to be 3 p.m. Oh, then it's then it's going to be three for sure. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Three so three, three o'clock then for Herman. Yeah. And it'll be eight, eight o'clock in the evening here. That's right. And it'll be... It will, it'll be six o'clock. No, it'll be nine o'clock in Germany, will it, Andreas? Yes, sir. Yeah. Nine o'clock, yeah. So, anyway, so there, there's all different time zones throughout the world we, we, we're covering. So, we'll be behind <laughs> the world, watch the game, and it's going to be good. You don't want to miss it. Um, so, the weekend can officially start now because this has been the Arsenal Women's Weekly. Actually, it's show 21 of the season. Wow, incredible that we've done yeah. 21 shows this season. It's been great. Um, and there's been there's been some different shows this time. We've had some video feeds from Matt being away. Obviously, Andreas did a video feed from his hotel the other week as well, which was nice. And you know, it's been a bit strange, but we've we've got 21 shows. It's all been good. Um, Herman says, "There, yeah, I'm all free for that game. No rehearsal. Oh, fantastic! Good to see you. Hopefully, um, you can you can enjoy the game, and uh, it's going to be good. We're all going to we're all going to enjoy it. I'm sure." Um, so coming up then on the channel tomorrow is of course the North London Derby Tottenham women against Arsenal women that kicks off at 3 o'clock our time so that'll be in the middle of the night probably for Herman but anyway it's going to be 3 o'clock tomorrow so I'll be live about quarter to 3 we'll go through the team news build up to the game and then we'll crack on with the 3 o'clock kickoff that is going to be um, interesting isn't it the, the one thing that kind of um, is quite an interesting point about it is the game is being played tomorrow on a Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock and it's live on Sky now Sky have got this rule in place that they can't have games you can't show games live on telly at 3 o'clock on a Saturday because of local football well there's local football played tomorrow at 3 o'clock but they're still putting this game on at 3 o'clock <laughs> on a Saturday so, can someone please explain to me the logic behind that decision I don't mind it being at 3 o'clock on Saturday I'm quite happy for it to be then but why can't games be on the telly at 3 o'clock on a Saturday any other week? Yes, there's no Premier League games this week. We know that because of the international break. But there's lower, there's lower league football, there's non-league football, which is the reason they give 
for not showing Premier League games at three o'clock because it will affect attendances. And yes, Arsenal yeah. Tottenham in a women's game isn't going to draw the same audience potentially. But even so, mm. if you can play a, if you can play a women's game at three o'clock on a Saturday and have it on telly, you can play a men's game on a Saturday at three o'clock and have it on telly. No more excuses, right? That's it. So if you can do it for the women, you can do it for the men because we're all equal now, aren't we? So there you go. So start looking at that and sort yeah. it out in the future. You know, there's no reason why you can't do it. Um, so there you go. Um, Herman says, yeah, we've already had our time change. Oh, yeah. Okay. When when the Canada change their clocks? I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah, it's always it's a bit of an odd one, but they in America always have their clocks. They put them back and forth two weeks before hours. So, yeah, that's it's a bit strange, but it's always a couple of weeks before. Because not all countries do, do they? Not all countries change their clocks, do they? No, no. Some are just set times. Like India, Australia, they don't have put their clocks back, for example, I think. New Zealand. No. Did Germany change their clocks, Andreas? Yeah, yeah, this weekend, yeah, Sunday. Oh, the same, yeah. So, I think most uh, European countries are on the same forward and one hour, but others just have set times, yeah. Oh, Herman said his was last week. Oh, there you go. So it wasn't that long ago, then. So it was about two weeks, cool. yeah, two weeks. But, um, yeah, we, we're obviously um, doing it this week because we've... I remember them saying a few years ago they were going to stop doing it, but I don't know. I, I like it to be... When, when they change them on, on, uh, tomorrow night, I, I like it that way round, so it's... Um, it gets darker later in the day. And in the winter, it's even more important, isn't it? Because you don't want to get dark at three o'clock in the afternoon. You'd rather get dark at like four o'clock really? in the winter. So I think they should do it that way around all the time. But anyway, they oh, won't. So you don't, you don't mind then if you lose an extra hour of sleep then, Richard? <laughs> well, no, it's, 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 a, it's a price worth paying for one night, isn't it? Because you get yeah, later. Yeah. It's late, late, later into the day in the evening. So it's not going to get dark until about half oh, past seven, eight o'clock, is it? Next week, I love it when it gets to like August and July when it's like 10 o'clock at night and it's oh. just getting dark. It's brilliant. You should, I love you, that. you should have seen a few years ago, I went to Sweden many years ago. This must have been back in like 2005 or something. There was sun at midnight, yeah. Well, they also have pitch darkness for about three months, don't they? In certain parts of Sweden, yeah, you don't yeah. get any sunlight at all. So, and I suppose in the summer, you probably get sunlight all the, all the time. So, yeah. um Everyone's different in different parts of the world, different weather. Herman says it's still cold. Well, yes, it's, it's not exactly it's not exactly summer yet, mate. So don't worry about that. It's the wind. Yeah, wind actually. We've had a lot of wind. Oh, yeah. Very windy the last few days it's been actually. Um, which has been um not so good. Terry says, Great show again, Richard, international man of mystery Andreas and Amar. Plus, we still miss you, Matt. Hurry back. How are you going? He goes, yeah, of course we miss Matt. Hopefully he'll see he, he was off work this week. He could have he could have made it, but obviously he's gone to He's gone to a women's game of football instead, which I suppose is... is one, one. We'll, we'll, ex, we'll excuse him. Yeah, it's currently 1-0. It should have been 2-1 to Liverpool, but that's what it is. Is it? Oh, OK. Well, I'm sure he's enjoying himself there. He said he's going to do a few videos as well for us. So look out for that. That'll be coming up very soon um, as well. Matt's latest little uh, vlog of the Merseyside derby, which will be good. Um, so, uh, I say, tomorrow I'm back for the game, obviously, uh, 3 o'clock kickoff. So join us for that. That is going to be good. And then... On Monday night, I've got a very special show, actually. I have got two of the guys that are behind the um, Dial Square FC, formation of that Dial Square, an mm. Arsenal breakaway club that were formed in 2020, um, sort of, you know, disillusioned with modern football and Arsenal and the way the club were heading and stuff oh. like that. They formed this club. They're now, they're now playing in, I don't know, eighth tier of English football, seventh tier of English football or something like that. Um but anyway, we, we're going to get the two of the guys that I was involved in starting that club. They're coming on the channel on Monday. We're going to have a little chat about the club 
um, you know, their history with Arsenal, what made them form the club, everything about Dial Square FC. It's going to be a really interesting show um, on Monday night. So join us for that eight o'clock. That's something a bit special, a little bit different this week. We're no Premier League games. We thought we'd throw in something a little bit different for you. Um, and then on Wednesday, of course, it is the big one from the Emirates Stadium, Arsenal against Bayern Munich Champions League quarterfinal. Can Arsenal turn that around? I'm sure we'll give it a good go. We will definitely give it a good go. Let's hope we can come out on top and get the result. Um, so a big, big week. And of course, next Friday, we'll be back with the Arsenal Women's Weekly, of course, looking back on the North London derby, looking back on the Bayern Munich second leg, hopefully um, a, a place in the semi-final to look ahead to as well. And of course, Next weekend's big game against Man City at Meadow Park. Wow, what a week. What a week it is for Arsenal women. Brilliant stuff. It's just so exciting. Uh, it is going to be really, really good. Uh, Terry says at Dial Square, they are from Plumstead. I think they play in Surrey somewhere, don't they? But uh, obviously the original Dial Square was in Woolwich, wasn't it? Uh, where the armaments factory was back in the day. And uh, that's where they got the name from. But I think they, they play in, in Chertsey, I think, in Surrey. But join us on Monday. We'll go through it all. They'll, they'll tell us everything we need to know about Dial Square FC and their connections with Arsenal and all that kind of stuff. So that's going to be good. Um, Herman says, uh, Canadian weather is cold in the winter mm-hmm. and in the summer. Well, yeah, that's, it's supposed to be, isn't it? That's like, that's weather, isn't it? It's cold in the winter everywhere and warm in the summer everywhere. That's kind of life, isn't it? Um, I wish it was a bit warmer here in the summer quite often. But anyway, um, we, we make them, don't we? So, you know, it's, it's, we're getting there. But of course, we're not allowed it. We're not allowed it to be too hot, are we? Because apparently that's bad. I don't quite see how. Because I quite like the sun. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Um, I enjoy it. I don't like wearing a coat and stuff. I like to be able to go out in a t-shirt and enjoy the nice weather. But yeah. anyway, hopefully we, we're getting there soon. When the clocks change at the weekend, I like that time of the year. You're heading into six months of hopefully some decent weather and some brighter nights. I can take me drone up a bit more because it'll be lighter and. I won't have to worry about, you know, losing it in the dark and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to the summer. It's going to be good. Um, but, of course, before all that, we've got this big, big week for Arsenal women. We're, we're so excited about all kicking off tomorrow. The North London derby, that is going to be good. So join us for that one. And then I'll say Monday night, we've got the Dial Square FC guys coming in for a little chat, which is going to be good. Um, so anyway, thanks, Andreas, of course, as always. Uh, good to see you again, following your um, little trip into Germany, into Munich the other night. Uh, have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, of course I did. And it's uh, a big week, not only for the Arsenal, but for women's football coming. Uh, for, yeah. for fantastic uh, quarterfinals, second legs, uh, with, with all open open results. So uh, this is very, very big uh, on, on Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, for me, it starts tomorrow with, uh, with a big match in German Bundesliga, Bayern against Wolfsburg. Uh, yeah, exciting match, and uh, yeah, I hope that Bayern can beat Wolfsburg. Everybody knows <laughs> Wolfsburg is not my favorite team, so it would be great to beat them and, and go ahead in the Bundesliga. Uh, so one win for Bayern tomorrow and uh, a win for Arsenal on Wednesday. That's That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would. I kind of agree. I must admit, Wolfsburg yeah. are my favorite team. I've having seen them kick us all over the pitch last season. I wasn't very happy with them. Um, so, yeah, I'd quite like Bayern to win. 
But if they'd managed to get a couple of injuries at the same time, wouldn't be the end of the world, would it? Only small injuries, nothing, nothing serious. Just a small injury that keeps them out for about four days. That's all we want. Just a, just a slight little muscle strain, or you know, something like that, a little bruise or something. That's all. But they can't play on three or four players can't play on Wednesday. Be nice, just to help us out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I hope, I hope Bayern win tomorrow, of course, and um, sets up nicely. Of course, if Arsenal and Bayern win tomorrow, they both go into the game on Wednesday with, with good form. So let's yeah. see uh, what happens. Herman says, I watched the UK YouTube video with the history of London. Uh, fascinating. The actor is very good. No, I've seen them, actually. I think I know the ones you mean. He, he wears, like, a, a, t- a hat and a suit and that, doesn't he? That's, they're really good there, actually. If you haven't seen them, I can't think what the guy's called. But he's absolutely brilliant. He does, like, little little tours around London and talks about the different history of London and stuff, the different areas of London. Absolutely brilliant. I can't think what he's called, but try and find it on YouTube. It's like History of London. It's absolutely brilliant. Really, really good, uh, really good videos. Actually, fantastic stuff. Yeah. And the guy, the guy that does it is good. He he, he looks smart in his suit and that, wandering about in a hat and that looks great. Uh, telling all the history of the wonderful buildings and stuff in London. He did one around the Emirates and stuff. He did like Islington. Um, there's a video on Islington. They're really, really good. Um, but yeah, that, that's really good. Um, Amar, as well, good to see you again. Um, have you enjoyed the show? Looking forward to a big week. Oh, yeah, it's going to be massive. The next couple of weeks are going to be huge. Yeah, it's a really exciting time for both teams with the men closing in on the Premier League title. OK, yeah, there's a long way to go. But, yeah, before that, we've got this important weekend next week. And that's how they can step up to the task. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been great talking about it as ever. And hopefully it'll be, hopefully it'll, it'll be, leave us in good spirits this come this time next week. So, yeah, no, it's been great. And uh, and uh, look forward to look forward to the week ahead. Indeed, a very, very big week. It's going to be exciting stuff. So please join us here on the channel as well for all of the great action. So starting tomorrow, I'll be at quarter to three with the build-up to the North London derby. Wow, that is going to be exciting, isn't it? And then all Wednesday, well, I'm getting nervous already just thinking about it, actually, how exciting and how important that game is and what great fun it's going to be. So definitely, definitely join us for all of that. Um, So the weekend can now start. We are done. Episode 21, the Arsenal Weary's Weekly. Thanks to Andreas. Thanks to Amar, of course. Also to Matt for his video, even though he looked like he needed some sleep. I hope hope (laughs) hope he's had a bit of sleep since then and he's okay now. A little little game, I'm sure he is. Uh, Hopefully he might might be back on the show soon as well with a bit of luck. It'd be good to see him actually in the flesh rather than just on video all the time. Um, So yeah, thanks all you guys for watching as well. I would comment as usual. Please give us a thumbs up before you go. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, Terry says there, um, night all, stay safe. and see you all soon. Come on, you Gouda girls. Uh, see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow, Terry. I'm sure you'll be around for the game. I look forward to that. And, of course, look forward to seeing you all very soon. Uh, thanks to Andreas, to Amar, Matt. And we will see you soon. Come on, you Gunners. What a week. Let's do it. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> Arsenal now free to mine them again inside here looking for a second goal. Oh, she's got a second goal. That seals it. Free to mine them again.